Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. From Barangaroo Studios, the Ausbiz COB is the key stuff you need to know about the day in business and finance. It is the 27th of January. This is the COB. Great to be here with you. I'm Nadine Blaney. Here with me in studio is Scuddy. David Scott, how are you? That's great. But, uh, I must admit that when I woke up this morning, it felt like a Monday. So it's a Wednesday <laughs> that feels like a Monday. It sure did. But that also means we've only got two days left in this working week. Thursday's hump day. I love coming to work and it feels as if we're all a bit renewed. You know, it's the unofficial return to work in Australia post the summer holidays. We've uh, made a few changes here at Ausbiz, all for the better. And just a little PS, we've got an audience survey, a subscriber survey going on right now. We'd love it if you're a subscriber for you to take the survey. If you go to our newsletter, you can subscribe via that channel or we can make it uh, really available to you some other way, shape or form if you get in touch for us. But we'd love it if you did take a few minutes to do the survey and it just means that we'll be able to provide more content, better content tailored to what you really want. Anyways, I digress. Because what people wanted today were, you know, some pretty interesting moves on what I thought was not a lot of, you know, information. IDP Education, up one of the best performing stocks. In fact, the best performing stocks on the 200, up by 8.5%. On the flip side, we saw Temple and Webster, the worst performing on the 200, down by 13%. Again, uh, not really on any news that was evident throughout the day. Although I did just notice coming across my desk that we've had a substantial change in holding from Morgan Stanley. So there you go, Temple and Webster. There we go. But uh, now talk about two different companies that have had two very different 12 month periods. Of course, IDP education smashed by the pandemic. And look, we're no real closer to having that international border open. So online services looks like it's going to be the key there for the time being. But uh, interesting move nonetheless. It is some interesting moves happening around the traps, you've got to say, especially if we take a look at what's happening in the U.S. The talk of the town today, didn't matter if you were in Adelaide, if you're in Sydney, if you're in New York, is the Wall Street traders Reddit um, push for GameStop and how it is being evidenced in the real price on uh, Wall Street. It's pretty amazing. Uh, What do you make of this whole phenomenon? Yeah, it's, uh, on one hand, I just want to say it's blatant market manipulation, particularly when you've got a couple of uh, billionaires who are out uh, stoking the other fire with uh, tweets at appropriate times and uh, taking positions in that company, uh, knowing well that uh, what the reaction will be from the hordes of fans that, uh, that follow them. Uh, but the other side, it's, uh, well, it's, you don't argue that uh, this happens all the time from an institutional perspective. It's a real grey area, but uh, it just... It's, it's slightly troubling for me to go and think that, uh, so it's GameStop now, it's uh, AMD Entertainment uh, is being targeted now, so it's got short exposures, it's had a, a capital raise and, uh, and come out of uh, or managed to stave off Chapter 12. Um, and so it's, uh, it's flying in after hours trade and there's talk you know, that uh, there's other companies that have been uh, purported to, uh, to go and target this. So it's, uh, it's not really free markets, is it? It's, uh, it's, it's what you would describe as a good old-fashioned pump and dump. 
but uh, just on an extremely large scale involving a lot of people. So uh, it's one Regulators thing. being caught uh, flat-footed. Yeah, um, well, I just wonder what how, how are the regulators going to tackle this? I just don't think they're prepared in this day and age uh, and equipped to go no. and deal with the mix of stimulus, lots of retail traders, lots of technology involved, and being as uh, and, and social media. I just don't think they're ready to go and cope with it. And very vague descriptions of what actually constitutes market manipulation anyways in the first place. You've got to prove it, and it's very difficult when you're working against these... It's almost like you know, you're against the crowd, and tech is, you know, the key component in all of this. Yeah, I wonder if you like you reverse the roles and so say that we're still retail and uh, and being as you know trying to stoke it, but you're you're selling it. You're selling a company that had was really well run, had really good metrics uh, and so many things, but you're just purposely trying to go and do it to go and move the price. Now, to me, that's like you no know, another example. You look at it from that direction, it suddenly looks well. That looks really wrong. Uh-huh. So I just wonder. You no, know, it's something that uh, look. The SEC, ASIC, anyone involved with market regulation has got to come across this because uh, given the, uh, the prevalence of uh, low interest rates are going to be around for years, uh, this ain't going to go and die down anytime soon. No, uh, on that thought of low interest rates, interesting we got that inflation read today. Uh, it was higher than expected, but again, a lot of the components you could say we were anticipating uh, to push that, that read a little bit higher. Uh, what did you make of it? Does this mean that the inflation genie is potentially coming to life, at least, here in Australia? Absolutely not. Uh, when it comes to the headline, uh, too many moving parts when it came to the headline inflation figure. Lots of governments are support mm-hmm. subsidies coming on and off, uh, which really influenced it. The trim mean, that is the one that goes and strips out a lot of those volatile movements during the quarter. You get your core movements, your underlying movements, uh, 0.4% Q on Q, 1.2% year on year. That's less than half the midpoint of the RBA's target with an unemployment rate of 6.6% give or take, you know, a tenth or two, uh, and a lot of work to do to go and get it to the level where wage growth will pick up substantially enough to go and boost inflation. Uh, the inflation journey is nowhere to be seen. At a consumer level, mm-hmm. uh, there are pockets, of course, in the industrial space and in retail, surprisingly enough. Retail, yep. And uh, also, if you look at some of the commodities complex as well, soft commodities in particular. Um, but inflation is one of the considerations that Milford Asset management is making in terms of its investment thesis through this year and next. We had a good conversation to start the session actually with Roland Houghton. So he talked to us about retail. He talked to us as well as everybody, well not everybody, but more people head back to the office about the REITs. If you'd like to listen to that, you may do so. He also talks points bet and uh, a couple names in the BNPL space. There's a tease for you. Another real theme of what we're talking about now, we're all, all hands on deck post- post the summer holiday season, post Australia Day, is of course reporting season. It is around the corner. We're looking forward to it. We spoke with the Deputy Head of Research at Ausbill, Andrew Paris, and he was taking us through his top recovery play. But again, it was, it was the conversation around reporting season, what we can expect, and importantly, what we can not expect that will uh, perhaps interest you if you wanted to listen to that interview. It's guidance. Guidance will still largely be absent. Yeah, look, I... I can understand for those with international exposure, but domestically, I think things are looking a lot more clear uh, from what, uh, what they certainly were six, six months ago. So I expect to see a, a little bit more clarity being given by those domestically orientated uh, companies, but I guess we'll find out in the next week or so. Yeah, we sure will. Um, yeah, they start rolling in. We've had a lot of updates, company updates coming ahead of reporting season, one of which came from Damstra today, DTC is the ticker code. It, um, it's an interesting company. It's in the workforce, um, workplace. It provides tech solutions. Um, you know, think about a lot of the demand coming from COVID. Recently did an 
acquisition of Vault Intelligence. Company says that everything is going hunky dory when it comes to the uh, the um, acquisition and the synergies coming from that. It was a stock of the day. And uh, here's what our guests had to say. Henry Jennings from Marcus Today and Andrew Whiteland. This is on DTC. We've had a bit of a 3% rise today, which is good. Um, I'm not sure if it's got enough oomph to really get it going before the numbers. I think they're due at the end of February, mm-hmm. 26th of February, the official first half numbers. So um, it's an interesting company. The acquisition's going well, and that's always the danger when these companies take over something because the egos and the, and the whole culture sometimes doesn't match, and it takes a little while to bed things down. But it looks as if they're certainly on track. So it's probably going to be on my radar, but maybe a little bit too soon to get too excited just yet. In the context of the underlying business, it's a pretty good business and it's got great margins. It's about 77% margins. Uh, it's building up its cash quite nicely and uh, might even turn a profit in 2022. Who knows? So uh, consensus is about $2.20 on it. It's trading about $1.50. Chart doesn't look that flash, but as Henry is saying, it does seem to be bottoming. It looks like it's bottomed out at about $1.30. So it's probably a hold. And that was Andrew Whiteland from DP Wealth Advisory finishing the thoughts on that one. Now, uh, as we look toward the U.S. session, a lot of focus will be on Reddit, GameStop, that narrative continuing to play out. But you did mention what's key to that as well is the extremely ultra low interest rate environment that we're in. And that is my clunky segue to say we will be hearing from the FOMC and a media conference being held by the chair, Jay Powell, afterwards. That is where the focus will be. Yes, and it's hardly clunky, that, uh, that, that segue. <laughs> but uh, look, not much expected from the statement. Uh, lots of uncertainty still out there, but I'm sure that Jay Powell will be asked about tapering. Uh, and I suspect you'll probably be asked about uh, the bubbles that are emerging as a result of extremely uh, accommodative monetary policy. So we'll keep a close eye on what happens there. But uh, look, expectations going into this, uh, this meeting are quite low by usual standards. Yeah, okay. And uh, yeah, looking for any commentary coming from US politics as well in terms of stimulus, because again, you know, hope's still springing eternal on that front. Uh, We will look forward tomorrow to bringing you a whole host of expert guests, kicking it off with uh, TD Securities in the morning, live from New York, talking about that FOMC meeting. We will also be speaking with the CIO of Sayers Wealth, James Wright, a view on the market top down and what analysts can expect this year, what he is expecting this year. And uh, at 3.30 p.m., we will be speaking with a trader on the trade from Global Prime, incredibly bullish on gold and silver, expecting a significant move higher this year. We'll find out why uh, on the trade. So, Scotty, we're in for, I think, another wild ride on Twitter tonight. What do you think? I suspect so. And uh, we'll see which stock has been targeted now. But I think AMD uh, Entertainment is the one that uh, is currently up about 70% or so in aftermarket's trade. And we'll see what happens there. See if any, um, any more billionaires decide to go and throw their hat in the ring and, uh, and stoke that on further. All right, AMC, looking out for that one. All right, we will see you tomorrow. We are live from 8.30 a.m. Scotty, have a good evening. You too. Bye. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? 
Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.